Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for chaining and vibes. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. I'm from England, and I hope everybody had a great weekend. Got a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to, and just things I want to chit chat with my girlies about. Um, I had a great weekend, saw uh, my friends, went out. Last night, went to our favorite bar that has pickle beer, had a few of those. Don't even get me started with that because, you know, that's my favorite bevy. And they also have beers that are like they call them dressed up, which is um, a beer with hot sauce and salt. Girl, please. Girl, please. Okay, I don't have time to even explain how good it is. The podcast will be 10 hours long if I start talking about how delicious and refreshing that is. But... God, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I um wanted to chat with you guys about something. I Last night when I got home, I was a little drunk and I almost posted something on Instagram, which I'm so glad I didn't do, but I almost posted this onto my Instagram stories because I could not stop thinking about it. And it's this thing that's been going viral the last few weeks about how men often think about the Roman empire, right? They like think about it once a week, twice a week, whatever. It was like this viral thing where girls would ask their boyfriends, like, how often do you think about the Roman empire? And, and it was just like an insane amount of times. Um, and I've been thinking, what is my equivalent to the Roman empire? There have been a few people that have reached out to me saying the woman's equivalent to the Roman empire is the John Bonet Ramsey murder, which honestly, I agree with that. That's the equivalent, like all the girlies are thinking about it. it. We think about her all the time. Okay. But I know my, I figured it out. My specific Roman empire. It dawned on me last night, you guys. And I, and I was so excited to talk about it that I almost posted this. Do you remember? Okay. And it's very specific. Do you remember, this is about 10 years ago, Groundhog's Day. Are you following? Groundhog's Day about 10 years ago. Bill de Blasio was doing the Groundhog Day ceremony and he picked up the groundhog and it died. Okay, and I know I've spoken about this on the podcast. He drops the groundhog, the groundhog dies. They continue the ceremony as if the groundhog wasn't in rigor mortis. Like they, they continue the ceremony as if the groundhog, as if the groundhog was not watching the ceremony from heaven because he died. Okay. And the fact that that happened in general is insane. Um, and the fact that nobody addressed it and it was on TV girl, forget it. I think about it all the time. It's one of the first thoughts that pops into my head every single day. I wake up, I think about, oh, look at my cats are so cute. Oh, what am I going to do today? I got to make some coffee, blah, blah. And then I go, remember Staten Island Chuck? May God rest his soul. Because that was his name. <laughs> the way that Bill de Blasio should be in jail for murder. And, and yet nobody ever talks about it. Okay. That's my Roman empire. Anywho. That's my hot take of the, of the week, guys. I, um, I also, a, a, quite a few of you, I've chatted with a bunch of you actually that have been watching 90 Day Fiance before the 90. You guys, it's rough out here. It really, really is. I mean, 90 Day Fiance is, I always thought the people on Love is Blind were crazy. 
the people in 90 Day Fiance are, they should be in the hospital. Um, and I watched the tell all I've been chatting with you guys about it. So we've, you know, we're all on the same page, but at this point I can't take any more, you know, I feel like it's, it's a lot of mental gymnastics that I'm going through watching this show. So I'm glad that the season's over and I may have to just put it on the back burner the way I did with love is blind. I can't watch it. Um, but I also watched the new first couple episodes of the new season of American Horror Story. And it's the one with like Kim Kardashian's in it. Um, Cara Delevingne is in it. Emma Roberts. And I kind of like it. I've been seeing such mixed reviews about it on um, online. Like all these articles like, oh, this is like, it's not as good as it used to be. And the show fell off and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like it. Like, do I, I absolutely hate when TV shows, especially like really popular TV shows, they're just like, let's get a fucking random famous person. That's not an actor to star in the show. I think it's such a stupid move because it just, honestly, it, it, can we please get a good actor? Can we please get a good actor on the show, an actual actor? Like Emma Roberts is is great in it, but um, it's annoying. Okay. But all to say, all that to the side, I've been getting spooked out. I've been getting freaked out. I've been shaking in my little darn boots and I almost lost my gosh darn marbles. Okay. So, you know, the show is scary because I like scary stuff. It's very eerie. There are a lot of uh, constant themes that American Horror Story seems to revolve around. And, and one of those is pregnancy. Um, and that's the, you know, that's what this season is about as well, but I like it personally for me. Um, there's a few seasons of American Horror Story that I didn't like at all, but my favorite, and if you guys haven't seen it, um, each season is a different, a completely different, uh, story with it's like with different actors um, different characters, like just completely a hundred percent different, kind of like how black mirror is like each episode is a different story. This is like each season, but anywho, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend starting out with season three, the coven it's about witches and Jessica Lang is in it. Forget it. Jessica Lang is in it. Um, Angela Bassett's in it. I mean, come on, you, you can't get much better than that. I also liked seasons one and two. But there are a few of them throughout. I'm like, well, you know, not my cup of tea. But anywho, that's what I'm watching, girls. Okay. And other than that, I'm minding my own damn business. And and I'm and I'm hanging out with my cats and I'm eating a lot of soup for some reason. I don't know why. But it's my new like thing. Once it becomes 60 degrees out, I'm eating soup every day. My friend called me before. She said, What are you doing? I said, Yes. She said, You you gonna you can eat some soup. I said, you, you know what sister? <laughs> Cause you know what I'm not doing. <laughs> Anywho, let me stop fucking talking to myself. I mean, what, wh- what has this, this whole intro been? I'm talking about TV shows. I'm talking about, you know, the groundhog that Bill de Blasio killed. It, it's been a lot and I'm sorry. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends this week. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Pretty Litter. We all put so much effort into making our homes smell great. We buy flowers. We have air fresheners. 
Don't let your cat's litter box ruin all of your hard work. Pretty litter instantly traps odor before it can escape into the air. So your house will always smell amazing. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six pound bag works for up to a month without clumping. If that's not enough, pretty litter's crystals even change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses. It lets me know about UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So I can get my cat the care they need as soon as possible. I think uh, pretty litter is honestly such a great invention. It's genius really that it detects any issues in the urine and it changes color it gives you this like color wheel and it tells you what each color means and sometimes when I'm really nervous it just like calms my mind if I think like because you know cats are so resilient they don't really express when they're in pain um, or if something's going on with them so sometimes I'll be like I don't know are they not did did he not pee or is he okay? Does he have a UTI? And it would let me know if so. So that's wonderful. With Pretty Litter, not only are you getting an odor-free litter experience and way less scooping, but you're also getting peace of mind. Pretty Litter has been the best litter I've ever used and you'll love it too. Go to prettylitter.com slash secret and use code secret to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash secret code secret to save 20% on your first order. Prettylitter.com slash secret code secret terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We also have our babies over at BetterHelp. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes it can feel like your own brain is getting in the way. You're lacking the motivation to do things that you should, and you're self-sabotaging your own happiness. Therapy can help you figure out what's holding you back so that you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. BetterHelp's online therapy is incredible. You can talk to a licensed therapist through video chat by phone or even just message them. Getting the help that you need has never been easier. I think that this is such a genius thing because sometimes like just getting up and going is really difficult. Just doing a a task that may seem so small is really difficult for me. Like I'll just put it off till the end of the day, or I won't be able to focus or I'll do it half-assed or I won't do it at all. And I think that the fact that therapy is so convenient, you can do it from your home. You don't even have to have your video on if you don't want to. Um, it's just really helpful and it takes the anxiety out of actually moving forward to do a task. So you could just take a quick quiz to get matched with a licensed therapist. If you ever need to switch therapists, you can change at any time for no additional charge. No questions asked. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash secret keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash secret keepers, betterhelp.com slash secret keepers. Anywho, let's get to these emails that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And we'll start here. This one says Lemoncello shots. Hi, Carly and the cats. Welcome home. I'm so glad you had a great trip. I'm currently listening to the latest episode on the plane home from Milan, and I'm trying so hard to contain my laughter. One, I will most certainly see how your jokes land if I try them out with customs, not trying to get arrested over here. But two, I'm on my way home after meeting up with my parents in Europe. I'm sure they never imagined traveling in their retirement with their 28 year old single daughter tagging along. But here we are. And we were given limoncello after dinner at every Italian restaurant we ate at. When I tell you, my dad and I did the same exact thing that you did all trip, knocking down these limoncello shots before we realized we were supposed to be sipping them. All to say you're not alone. In other news, I've been meaning to write in ever since I moved back 
ever since I moved to my new place back in April, right before then there had been some talk of the potty of hooking up with neighbors, talk on the potty of, of hooking up with neighbors. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why it, it's giving word jumble for me and, and it's written perfectly. And, but somehow my brain is switching words around. Okay. And I can't control what she does. Let me have a sip of my water. I'm drinking water today. Skinny. Well, I just took a Tylenol, so I got to drink a lot of water. Otherwise it makes me sick. I have a, I have a migraine and that's probably why I can't really read this either. I have a swirly migraine, you know, when it makes your vision swirly. Anywho, talking on the potty about hooking up with neighbors uh, gave me a laugh as always imagining what kind of situation that would be like. Never did I think that that would be me. A few months later, here we are. I moved into a duplex ground floor. And as soon as I moved in, my French neighbor, oh no, not a Frenchie. (laughs) Not a Frenchie. My French neighbor who lives directly above me came to introduce himself in the cutest way possible, ringing my doorbell with two bottles of wine behind his back saying white or red. Um, okay. We were going to propose honestly, but I would have said yes, girl saying white or red and handing me the wine bottle I told him was my preference. I invited him over to drink it and we spoke for seven hours straight. My friend informed me that that's basically an entire work day and thinking about it, it really does sound crazy. And the rest is history. We've been hooking up. (gasps) No, on and off since then, girl, but I'm not sure it'll go anywhere. There have been some awkward moments, not to mention we can both hear, oh my God, when each other brings a date home. Wasn't this an episode of Friends? (laughs) but all in all things are pretty cool between us. I just got a kitten picture attached and he even agreed to help me watch and play with her while I was away. So that's one great perk of the situation. Lastly, I have a situation I can use the girlies advice on. I know you've been through it all. I grew up with my family friends whose son is the same age as me. I used to have a massive crush on him and actually confess at age 16, but was kindly rejected because he didn't feel the same way. Um, It's been 12 years since then, and feelings are coming back in a different way. As I see my friends choose partners and get married, it made me think of the qualities I'm looking for in a partner. This man has so many of them, and he's finally single again. He's down to earth, funny, ambitious, and easy to talk to and be with, and we're actually both in the same line of work. I don't have a huge crush on him anymore like I did years ago, but I would be totally open to seeing where things go. I keep telling my friends that If I met him today, AKA without the shared history, I would be strongly pursuing him because he's such a catch. The only things holding me back are our status as family friends. I grew up calling his parents and an uncle. It's giving incest. Oh God. And what I think is a high probability of being rejected again. What are your thoughts? I think I just need a push in either direction. Kiss right on the lips. P.S. I'm coming to New York in a couple of weeks any recommendations for comedy shows or places to check out? Yeah, go to a uh, uh, New York Comedy Club. Go to the Comedy Cellar. New York Comedy Club has great, great shows. It's my favorite club to perform in. They um, they have two locations too. Oh my God, girl, this cat. You didn't warn me that. The- <gasps> you didn't warn me that this is the cutest cat. Stop, girl. Not an orange. You guys know how I feel about orange cats. And this is a fluffy orange cat. Like I would honestly sweep this cat up in a dustpan because I would think it was a little dust bunny. That's how little and fluffy the cat is. Okay. No, get this off my screen before one of my cats sees it. And they'll know. Anywho, 
um, with the, with the family friend, you want to know what I think you should just fucking go for it because who cares if he rejects you, who cares, girl, what's going to happen? Your life is going to be the same exact way that it is right now. It's totally fine. You're it, it's totally fine. You're not tethered to him in any way. You got to shoot your shot. Otherwise you'll regret it. I don't know. Is that bad advice? I don't think it is. I'm kind of at this point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> reject me. Hey, reject me. See what I do. I'm going to forget about it in three seconds. Okay. And I'm going to go eat some soup. That's really, it, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters as much as we think it does. We, we focus on things like this because it, it does suck to get rejected or it does suck to feel that type of way. But at the same time, who cares? Nothing really matters. You know, I think you should just go for it. And I think it won't be weird. It won't be awkward if he says no. And then you guys end up, you know, at a family, you know, whatever party together, family, friend party together. It doesn't matter. Just, I think that he will probably, you know, you professed your love to him when you were 16 years old and you're both adults now. I think that he would probably feel really happy to know that you still felt this way. And I think that, um, you know, things change and, and we realize when we get older, what we really care about, what we really want to focus on in a relationship after going through a lot of, you know, trial and error. I don't know. I think you should just go for it, girl. What do you have to lose? Who cares? You know, and, and, and this is, this is what I always say to my girls. And, and you guys know, I say this all the time. If he rejects you, it's okay because some people just have bad taste. Like some people need to go get COVID tests because they have absolutely no taste whatsoever. And that's not my problem. And that's not, listen, I can't fix that for you. Do you know there's people on this earth that, that aggressively dislike pizza and chocolate and you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, some people just have bad taste, girl, not your problem, not taking it personal. Um, that's just my opinion, but I want to know about, and, and, and uh, sorry to ask this, but why exactly did you not send me a picture of the French guy? And, and I'm so sorry for asking, but it feels as though you knew I was going to ask for that. Wow. A cutie, hottie, Frenchy neighbor. <gasps> Stop. I'm getting freaked out. I would do the same shit. I mean, I've done, I've done worse. So <laughs> this one says RIP to this man's parrot. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hi, Carly and the kitty cats. I'm so excited to be writing this to you today because I have a good story for you. And I want to start out by saying I saw you at Ray's a few months ago with your fucking adorable Coca-Cola pants on. And I didn't want to bother you and say hi because you were being so funny and cute and drunk outside taking pictures with your girlfriends. So I <laughs> wanted to just let you rock, but I'm pretty sure I saw you tapping on a stranger's shoulder that was crossing the street and you were saying something funny because he seemed alarmed but was giggling. Um was truly dying to say hi to you, but I didn't want to be annoying. Anyway, girl, I'm begging you guys to say hi to me. And you don't understand that I want to hang out and chit chat with the girls 24 seven. And I would never, I will never be a fucking asshole to any of you. I would never be an asshole to anybody, but especially you guys, come on. 
especially you guys. Also, who did I tap on the shoulder? It's that was probably like a friend, right? How I wonder if it was an I don't think I would do that, but I don't know. Either way, you got to say hi to me next time you guys see me. It's so funny because <laughs> I go out and I like go out with my girls and we drink and whatever and we get silly and we're giggling and we're having so much fun. I forget sometimes that other people can see me. Like I have this thing that I just get, I'm just having too much fun and I get so silly and I'm like, oh my God, I guess I think I'm invisible. You know, I forget that other people can see me being silly with my friends. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. Let's continue this email. So I had been talking to this guy right before my European excursion in the summer. <gasps> oh my God. Hold on. We also have dun, 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 AG1. Fall is such a busy time of year. It's hard to remember your schedule, let alone make sure that you're getting the nutrition that you need. With AG1, your life just got way easier to scoop one scoop of powder in with water once a day and instantly get 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients into your diet. This is a quick once a day drink, and it's an easy habit that will make a huge impact. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted to save time while treating my body right. And I drink AG1 in the morning before starting my day. It makes me feel energized and ready to go. It's even easy to take on the go. AG1's travel packs fit easily into your purse or your pocket. I love the travel packs. I brought them with me when I was away. I think this is the most convenient way to take vitamins. It has so much in it. It's really helpful. Um, because I feel like there's so many rules when you have to take vitamins. Like, oh, if you're going to take this, you got to take this to balance it out. Oh, you have to take this before you eat, while you eat, after you eat, empty stomach, whatever. Just put it in a freaking powder and let me drink the damn stuff. Okay. And that's what they did over at AG1. So to upgrade your nutrition this fall, look no further than AG1. If you want to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash secret keepers. That's drinkag1.com slash secret keepers. Check it out. We also have, we also have, let's see, let's see factor. What? I love factor. You have a lot going on in the fall. It's important to save time wherever you can with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Saving time in the kitchen is a total breeze. Factor delivers chef-prepared, dietitian-approved meals straight to your door. They are always fresh, never frozen. Just heat them up for two minutes and dinner is served. Choose from over 35 weekly meal options and fall favorites like cranberry pecan chicken, apple Dijon, pork chops. Um, With so many options, there's something for everyone um, anyone in the family will love. So I have tried a bunch of different, um, of the, like, I guess like meal plans that that factor offers. And I've loved every single one of them. Honestly, the food is so delicious. I love that. It's not frozen. It's completely fresh. You heat it up. It's on the table so quick. You're all set. And it's very well-balanced meals. Um, I really like it. So with vegan, vegetarian, keto, calorie smart, and protein plus meal options, no matter what your goals are, Factor can help you get there. Head to factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 and use code secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. That is code secretkeepers50 at factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. 
Hi, you guys. Sorry about that. Nothing is more scary to me than when somebody knocks on my door, even though it is something that I didn't remember that I ordered something that I have on auto delivery. But anywho, God, it, it, it shakes me up. It shakes me up. Anyway, let's get back to this email. So I had been talking to this guy right before my European excursion this summer that seemed to check all the boxes for me. I'm 28 soon. And I've kind of been in a settle down headspace. Maybe it's the weather or losing my goddamn mind because I know consciously that men are trash, but I often forget that when I get a little crush. And this is just a side note. Is there anything more humiliating and jarring than having a little crush? I mean, that is the lowest of the low. And I'm so sorry. And I don't know if everybody agrees with me with this. I'm mortified. If I have a a crush, guys, I get mortified. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. How do I put an end to this? Because I hate this feeling. Okay. I absolutely can't stand it. And I have a little crush. What? Anyway. She says he has a good job. Um, decent life. Everything seemed to be going well. We went on two dates before I left. So I wasn't taking it too seriously, but I was definitely into the idea that it could go somewhere because we had two really long dates of which he slept over. I didn't sleep with him, but I do wish now that I never even let my, this man into my bed. He was so sweet on my trip and he would text me every so often and say that he hoped I had an amazing time, which I really appreciated. It was such a nice gesture of him being like, Oh, I'm thinking of you and I'm here when you get back but we don't have to text that much. It was really lovely. Famous last words. When I got home, I decided to text first because life is short and he clearly likes me. So why not? He texted first. It seemed consistent. So he was just literally not making plans. This continued for two-ish weeks until I was like, okay, I'm not going to be this guy's fucking pen pal. I asked to hang out. He kept replying with sorries and that he broke his phone and he was getting a new one over the weekend, giving a literal itinerary of his weekend plans as to why we couldn't hang out. Most of which seemed legit. Then work was busy. You want to know what I'm going to say something right now. When people say work is busy and listen, I know there are people who are really busy at work and I have a lot of friends that have serious jobs that they cannot, you know, go out on weekend, you know, on weekdays and they go to bed early and they're really fucking swamped at work. Okay. Everybody can always find a little bit of time. I've dated people who are the busiest people I've ever met in my life. And yet they're like, I'm free this day at this time. We're hanging out. You know, Stanley, what do you think you're doing? What are you doing? You little weirdo. No, that's so bad. No, we're not doing that. Oh my freaking, I swear to God, this cat is, is going to be, hold on. Sorry, you guys. Sometimes I swear I need that. Uh, do you guys remember the show Cops? Bad boys, bad boys. Uh, what you gonna do? That's what I honestly want to sing to my cats all the time. Especially, you know who, Mr. Tucci. Because he's being bad. Okay. Anyway. Anytime somebody says they're busy, they're full of shit is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Because if you really like someone, you make time. But 
I digress. Let's get back into this email. She says he'd follow up and then sort of not reply and then hit me up again a few days later. And then his phone broke and he said he'd be getting a new one over the weekend. I text him playfully a few days later, like, okay, um, did your phone fly into the Hudson River? And he replied and said he lost his childhood pet, to which I replied, I was so sorry. And I understood the feeling and how traumatic it is to lose a pet because it's truly the worst thing in the world. I just completely understood. Then he answered that he had lost his pet parrot. His pet parrot. Hello, attenzione 911. <laughs> I tried so hard not to be judgy, but why did that give me the fucking ick of the century? I had anxiety over this guy for weeks and it was gone within seconds. He then earnestly replied with, he will be missed. No. I asked how everything was and he ghosted me like, okay, what? Why are you my pen pal for over a month? When I told my therapist, I swear to God, she started laughing and she tried to mask her laughter. I told her it was okay to laugh because like, aren't you so fucking embarrassed? I'm so over dating. Everyone is so scary and crazy. Being a woman is the hardest job in the entire world. And I want them all to spontaneously combust and leave me alone onto the fuck, Mary kill. Um, Okay. And then she gives a, God, (laughs) she gives a good fuck, Mary kill. So we'll do that at the end, but you guys, Jesus, to me, I like birds, you know, um, but I don't know. I, I totally get where you're coming from. I, I, I a thousand percent understand that. Let's see. G- girls, I'm just going to say this. If someone is giving you vibes that that. If someone's being inconsistent with you, he is not or they are not your person that it's just that simple. If I had to, if I had to simplify dating, I would just say if somebody makes you feel icky, if somebody doesn't make you feel good, and when you're not with them, you feel sick to your stomach, or you're worried, or you're wondering what the, what they feel about you, you're wondering what they're up to, you're wondering why they're not asking you to hang out. It's just the most simple answer is the correct answer, which is they're just not your person. That's it. It trust me. Lot of lot of field research it took me to to come to terms with that because it is a tough pill to swallow, but don't waste your time. This one says they're getting married. Hey girl, I am so happy for you living the Italian dream and I'm so silly. I'm so jelly. I want to come back so bad. I wrote back in April about a friend who said she was done with her fiance and then continued on like everything was fine as if she hadn't just expressed her absolute intent to terminate the relationship. I recently got my officiating license for weddings and officiated another besties wedding a few weeks ago. This friend has now asked me to officiate her wedding. I want to support her. And if she has come to this decision, she now wants to get married. I respect her choice. I'm just not thrilled, but again, not my choice to make. I agreed to officiate the wedding. I'm wondering if you think it was the right thing to do. Ultimately she's getting married, whether I do it or not, but I am happy, but I am entering into a bad but am I entering into bad juju by helping her out? Let me know what you think. Um, no, I think you're being a good friend. I get where you're coming from, where it's just like, you want to know what? And this is, it's really difficult to see 
our friends pick the wrong people because a lot of times women, especially, I feel like we don't see what we really offer someone and we don't see what potential we have, like uh, not even potential. We don't see what we are and how wonderful we are. Right. So that's why women date people who aren't on the same level as them sometimes. Um, and it's really hard to see one of your friends that's like amazing and funny and gorgeous and, you know, just a great person settle. Um, so I get it. I've been there, but at the end of the day, when it comes to stuff like this, people are going to do what they're going to do. There's nothing you could do or say to make her change her mind. She's going to do what she's going to do. And you can be supportive or not. And I would be supportive as long as she's not, you know, in a relationship where she's in danger in any way. Um, I would just grin and bear it. I know that sucks, but I think you're doing the right thing there. This one says embarrassing. Um, you know, what's embarrassing going to a hotel gym. (laughs) I've never done it, but that is embarrassing. Oh my God. A hotel gym. Ew. Wait, no, stop. I have to get this out of my mind. It's going to make my migraine worse, but I was thinking about going to the gym at like a holiday Inn in like Toledo, Ohio or something like going to a gym at, Oh my God. No, I can't, I can't function for the rest of the day. Now that is guys think of someone walking on a treadmill at a holiday Inn in, in Secaucus, New Jersey. Stop. I'm going to throw up. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh my God. No, I would, I just work out in the room. Girl, you got to just work out in the room. I don't know. Do push-ups or something or crunches or something. Y- you can't be using the facilities over there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is really embarrassing. That's really funny. This one just says poop. Okay. Hey, besties. So about pooping. Okay. I've never even said the word around any boyfriend I've ever had. I act like it doesn't exist. Even when my dog goes, I say, ew, gross. And now I've been diagnosed with IBS. So that's really cool. The lengths I go to to hide it are crazy. What is the time limit on talking about it with a significant other? Is it gross? I don't want to hear about his because I will vomit and never sleep with him again. Um, I think that the, you know, this is one of those situations where you're allowed to have a little mystery. You know, I don't think we have to share that much about our BMs, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I personally, you guys know how I am about like, I would never fart in front of a guy. I never like, I would never like go to the bathroom with guys in that like house because I just like get too, I, I, I would just never do that. And I've also nothing, I've never pooped in my life. So you guys already know that about me. That's just, I'm a medical anomaly. Nobody understands it. It's like, I don't know, but I think it's okay to be like, I'm constipated or I have to poop or something like that. I think that's okay. I remember I was on a trip with a ex of mine and I was really constipated because like sometimes when I take a flight, oh, forget it, forget it. It was like I had been there for a week and couldn't go. And it was a, it was a, you know, daily conversation. It was, I'm 
you know, I have cramps. I, you know, and I don't think it didn't freak him out. It didn't freak me out. I was just like, I got to be honest. And then the, the standing ovation that I got when I actually did go to the bathroom, the standing ovation, the clapping. Okay. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, I think it's okay to talk about, but well, we don't have to go crazy now. This one says finger gun nightmare feeling the impulse to tell you this because it kept me awake last night. Okay. Backstory back in college in parentheses. I'm now 34. I was hooking up with a guy, a friend pretty regularly, nothing serious, but we would always go home together after nights out and we would get Panera bread in the morning. Very romantic. (laughs) We weren't really exclusive, but didn't rub it in each other's faces. If we hooked up with somebody else. Anyway, one morning I'm hungover as hell, looking as if I crawled out of a garbage can and I walk down the stairs in my apartment complex and bump into my neighbor, a girl that I didn't know well. When I bump into her, her entire Panera bag burst open and spilled everywhere. I looked up to see my hookup friend standing next to her. Ew! In this moment, I quickly thought, play it cool, but my body betrayed me. I gave him a double finger gum. No, girl. And a Fonzie smirk. No, not the Fonz. And I said, A, I'm going to throw up. My body brought me to the Fonz and I haven't even seen happy days since I was like seven. To this day, I think about this at 3 a.m. and sweat. I never played it less cool. My advice to the Secret Keepers Club community is train your body to know that finger guns are never an option. Oh my God, girl. No, that's, did you transfer schools after that? I cannot believe you did that. Not the finger guns. Oh my God. Then we have another fuck, Mary kill. I'm just going to copy this and save it for later. Girl, that is, I get it. Don't you wish that that mind eraser thing existed? The one that was in men in black. It was like, it looked like, like a pen and they would just like hold it up to somebody. And then you would, you could erase like a memory. Let's see. This says, oh, damn it. Where was I? This says Bullocks, not Bullocks. Uh-oh. So we have a little British person here. Stop. I'm crying. Okay. Carly, I have a few things that I want to share with you in the potty. First of all, the girlie who recommended going to the gas stations at the earliest hour in the morning to pick up working men. I couldn't agree more. I'm a teacher and I have to wake up at the literal crack ass of dawn. Um, so I didn't have to set any extra alarms to get to the gas station by seven. Oh my God. This one cutie I have seen a few times with curly hair and a, and a neon yellow shirt was staring into the energy drink refrigerator, which was where I was headed. I walk over there and stand awkwardly beside him for a second. And I said, decisions, decisions. And he turned around and said, oh my God, I'm sorry. And he kind of moved out of the way. And I said, okay, it's okay. God, Jesus Christ. It's okay. Who who is speaking at this moment? It's okay. I'm tired and I'm a true Red Bull girly. Now I had just applied some of your perfume and this man didn't ask for my hand in marriage immediately. So I'm not claiming false advertisement, but I digress. 
Also, why is it so awkward getting your nails done? The little bags to soak off the old ones. I feel like an infant who can't stop scratching themselves and their parents put little mittens on them. I feel so vulnerable. Also, is it just my salon or does every nail tech shuffle their feet while they're walking around? I love you so much. Thank you for gifting us and all the girlies, your hilarious takes. Oh, thank you so much. Um, damn, you know, I don't have a car. I don't have a reason to wake up early in the morning. So, and I don't live anywhere near a gas station. So unfortunately I'm going to have to sit this one out girls. And yet you guys are having, I'm going to go ahead and say, if you live on like Staten Island or in New Jersey, forget it. You guys are find a husband in, in about three minutes. I personally, this past week needed to stop at Home Depot because, um, I, I pretty much a piece of my dresser chipped and I had to try and fucking get something to fix it. And meanwhile, nobody there knew what fuck to do, including me, but I thought, okay, I'll probably find a husband or two, but the problem is I went at 1 PM. So my husband's not going to be there at 1 PM. My, my husband is digging a hole or he's, you know, hitting a nail with a hammer at that time, or he's, you know, jackhammering in the middle of the street or just doing stuff with wires. So 1 PM is not husband hour. Husband hour is probably 6 AM at a home Depot. Okay. And girl, you might catch me there. If I wake up really early one day, I might go and, 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 you know, take a little, take a little stroll. I actually do need to go back there because I need something else, but yeah, there were no cuties there. In fact, I was looking around. I'm like, what? Why aren't you at work? I was looking at the guys around. Why aren't you at work? Shouldn't you be at work? You know? Shouldn't you be hitting the nail on the head right now? <laughs> oh, it's too good. Okay, you guys. I think that... Oh, wait. Here's one. Sorry. I get, I get all the jumbled up emails. So this says embarrassing and pictures of my cats. Hi, Carly and the sweet baby boys. I'm going to jump right into it. Why is going to the doctor slash gyno so embarrassing? I'm currently writing this from the chair at the gyno fully nude with my gown open. Should I be wearing my socks? I don't know. I felt weird taking them off, but then again, I'm fully <laughs> nice wife with socks on. What's more embarrassing, taking your socks off to be fully nude or getting fully undressed and leaving the socks because the appointment isn't to address the feet. Either way, it's embarrassing. Love you. Here's some pictures of my cats. Hopefully they'll open this time around. Let me see. Oh, stop. We have a tortoise, a tortoise, um, color. We, and we have a black cat. I want a black cat so bad. Cause I think they are so damn cute. Reminds me of Salem from Sabrina, the teenage witch. Um, when it comes to the gyno, there really is nothing more. I mean, it's just like humiliating because they're like, hey, I don't know, not having underwear on, it just is insane to me. Just having a hospital get on with no underwear, please, girl, please. And I'll leave the socks on. Fuck it. Sometimes I'll fuck around and leave the shoes on <laughs> just for a little razzle dazzle. You know, just to switch things up in the office and lighten the mood. 
you know, <laughs> imagine if I did that. Guys, imagine your gyno coming into the room and you're wearing only Uggs. <laughs> with your with your Uggs up in the stirrups. Stop, I'm crying. <laughs> I bet you people do that. They probably have the funny, gynos probably have the funniest stories about that. Because... I just don't. God, it is humiliating, isn't it? They don't care, though. They've seen it all. They've done it all. I wouldn't even I don't even stress it. My poor gyno, the things this woman has seen just for me, the questions I've had to ask her throughout the years, the things I've been the things I've emailed her because I was worried about. She's like, girl, are you okay? I I don't know if I could help you because it seems like there's something wrong with the noggin. Okay. Anywho, let's get to these fuck Mary kills. This one is a, it says, um, Justin Timberlake, JC Chazé, and Joey Fatone. Hmm. See, I'm marrying JC Chazé. I always thought JC Chazé was so gorgeous. He has piercing blue eyes and brown hair. That is a gorgeous combo. Justin Timberlake, is he very talented, you know, singer and dancer yes but so is jc chazé i feel like jc chazé must have had bad like representation or something when when instinct broke up because he could he should have soared he should have done a couple you know pr relationships or something you know have him dating a supermodel you know they could be the it couple and forget it release a few albums self-titled albums like uh JC Chazé and then and then the, the album title is something so fucking corny like it's just me <laughs> oh my god so it's god solo albums are humiliating I would never put one out if I could sing <laughs> um okay so I would marry JC I would fuck Justin Timberlake I don't even think I would I, I don't know that's a toughie I think I have to, though, because I'm just dealing with the, you know, hand I was dealt, playing with the hand I was dealt. And then we have a Sopranos one, Tony, Christopher, and Furio. Jesus Christ. You already know I'm marrying Christopher. Oh, no, I guess you should marry Furio because he would actually be a great husband, wouldn't he? Even though he has a horrendous ponytail. Um, the ponytail is criminal that Furio is sporting in the Sopranos. Um, don't know where that came. I think they were like, this guy has to look really Italian. Let's get him in those silk Versace shirts, 10 buttons unbuttoned and give him the ugliest low ponytail you've ever seen in your life. Um, but he would, he's husband vibes. You gotta, you gotta marry him. And then I would, of course, you know, I got, unfortunately, this is a situation where I have to kill Tony Soprano, which I don't want to do. And I know that that'll ruffle some feathers over there, but it is what it is. Because I can't kill Christopher. He's had enough of that. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my answer. That's all she wrote. But love you guys. Hope you have a great week. Good vibes. Email me, secretkeepersclub at gmail.com, and I will chat with you next week. Bye.